What a- Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Brewers Outlet, the beverage super stock superstores, ready for all of your warm weather activities. Camping, picnics, grilling, visit Brewers Outlet first. For microbrews, imports, domestic specialties, they got them. Grab some pickles at the Pickle Bar, Steve Jones's favorite place. Snacks, Brewers Outlet has that covered. Soda, sports drinks, check. Weekly specials, too. And there's lots of convenient parking. So get all the refreshments everyone will love for your next outdoor gathering at Brewers Outlet, the beverage super stock superstore, Reagan Street, Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And of course, this is September 11th, which of course includes Shanksville just to the south of us. And includes all of us. All right. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Key, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And, of course, this being Friday, we're also brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. The pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. And now six different flavors of slushies, all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. All right. Uh, let's get to our play-by-play call of the day. A big night on opening night for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Ball at the Texan 27. They zone block it to the right, cut back left, run it, goes to Edward Hilaire, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City, CEH with TD1, what a night for the rookie, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, a great cutback run. And with that, we bring in from NBC Sports, Peter King. Peter, welcome back, great to have you with us, at least we get to talk about some NFL football. Steve Jones, how are you? Good to talk. And what? Good to talk with you. How are you? Everything is going very well. Uh, you know, it's um, it's going to be a very weird season. It's going to be uh, a season unlike any that I've covered. Uh, but I'm glad there is a season, even if it's going to be restrictive. And uh, I don't think the insights in a year like this are going to be what they normally would be. I was telling somebody the other day that 
you know, the sad part of a season like this is that, let's say if last year's, the events of last year had happened this year, uh, you know, I've, I've had a long relationship with Andy Reid going back to 1995 when he was a tight ends coach in Green Bay. And uh, so, you know, I've known him, gotten to know him very well and consider him one of the people I know the best in the NFL. And uh, so last year at the Super Bowl, um, at the end of the game, they have this incredible play where they're down 10 with seven and a half minutes to go. And Patrick Mahomes on third and 14 throws this borderline Hail Mary long throw to Tyreek Hill. Uh, and that basically spurs them uh, to these late touchdowns and they win the Super Bowl. And so after the game, I went into Andy Reid's office uh, in Miami uh, in their locker room, spent about 12 to 15 minutes with him, and I asked him, will you draw that play for me? I mean, it's the play of the game. So he was, Steve, he was reticent. You know, he's just not that kind of guy. And I said, Andy, listen, this play is going to be in the Hall of Fame. You know, I mean, at some point, at some point, whether it be this offseason or whatever, NFL Films is going to do an hour on this play, where it came from. And believe me, everybody in the world is going to know the name of it. They're going to know everything. (laughs) So uh, Andy sat there. He pulled out a piece of... uh, piece of white paper out of his uh, uh, out of his little binder and uh, he drew the play two jet chip wasp um, mm-hmm. and and I put it in my column the next day six hours later after I sat there with him America knew that play now it's on t-shirts it was, I right. was in Kansas City I saw it on a billboard about a month ago and, and it's just so you know I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not whining about it. I'm just telling you the reality. The reality is our jobs are going to be a lot more surfacey this year than finding out how two jet chip wasp happened and right. what exactly happened on that play. Well, exa- exactly, because uh, I know in, there's a broadcasting class I teach here at Penn State, and one of the items I usually bring up early on in the class is a slice of advice Red Smith gave to a young writer years ago who went up to him and said, hey, I'm just getting into this. Give me advice. And he says, I have two words for you. Be there. Well, that's been the hallmark of what you've done over your career. You've always been there. So how close, I mean, how how often can you be there and in what form this year? Well, in, in a normal week, let's just say that this is a normal season. All conditions are as they were and everything. I mean, uh, the place I would have wanted to be, uh, I, and believe it or not, I probably would not have wanted to be in New Orleans for Brady and, and Breeze, even though that's going to be a historic occasion. I really was interested in going to L.A., to see yeah. uh, the opening of this stadium that, mm-hmm. you know, people, I think, don't really realize this project in L.A. It's um, This project in Los Angeles, where the Rams will play, is on a campus that when it's finished in about three or four years will be bigger 
than the campus of the University of Oregon. Right. And it it's it's about a six billion dollar project. And I remember I wrote this a couple of months ago when I was writing about this stadium. I said if you combined the costs of AT and T Stadium in Dallas, uh, Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, and Lucas Oil Stadium in uh, Indianapolis, it would be about a, a billion dollars less than the cost of this project in Los Angeles. So, you know, I would want it to be there, and <clears throat> in particular, Steve, to see what it would be like yeah. with no fans there and how how odd a situation. I mean, can you imagine in a normal, normal year where the NBA wasn't in a bubble, where you would see probably, uh, you, you know, before this game, you'd see LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard and Doc Rivers on the sidelines. You'd see uh, The Rock. You'd see all the, any football fan in Hollywood. You'd, Magic Johnson would be there, you know, and and you'd see all these people, and it would just be the glitterati op- opening of this incredible stadium. Uh, and, and, and anyway, I mean, but those are the kind of things I think we'll all miss this year. Next week, I'd have wanted to be at, at the game in Vegas uh, yeah. at that new stadium. I, you know, it's so funny. You talk about a, a franchise being in Vegas now. Until about five to seven years ago, even mentioning anything about gambling as it relates to the NFL, uh, you would have been uh, you would have been ostracized, you know. And now the NFL is so accepting of gambling, and they're going to have one of their flagship franchises actually in Las Vegas. So there's just a lot of really interesting news stories this year. A lot of things that seem very very weird and different. And uh, we're just probably not going to get to cover them the way we would want to. Yeah, it's interesting because you're running through the stadiums. Oh, like Lucas Oil, okay. Did a game there. Did the Cotton Bowl last December at wow. AT&T. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, uh, and uh, the third one was, I'm trying to think what the third one was, Lincoln Financial uh, Field. I've done a number I've done a number of games there. Lincoln Financial thinking, Field. You yeah, must have been there. Yeah, yeah several yeah. times. And, yeah. and the, what's interesting about that is each time I've gone into them, I go, these are spectacular. And to think that this place is a billion dollars more than all three combined is remarkable. Because the last time yeah. I saw it, the last time I saw it was going from the Rose Bowl to the airport. And that was, it was still just a hole in the ground. And, and now to see it like this, it must be remarkable. Yeah. Uh, Jack, if Jack Ham said to me once, he said to me 20, 25 times last year, Watch out for this guy, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And he ended up being the because that's the linebacker in him, Peter. You know that. I mean, he's yeah. looking. How how do I cover a guy like that? Uh, he was the first round pick on a team that already has a lot to offer. What can he mean? Because it's only one game. But what can he mean to what Mahomes and those guys do? Well, um, you know. This is a very interesting draft for the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve, because, uh, you know, as, as, as you know, the Chiefs, uh, Andy Reid and, and Brett Veach, fellow uh, former Eagle, uh, Brett Veach is, a, is a, 
uh, you know, a guy from this your area. Uh, yep. You know, and and you know, Brett Beach basically believes probably more so than you would think of a meat and potatoes guy, uh, you know, a classic football guy. Brett Beach really believes strongly in that speed wins. And so I only bring that up because uh, during the draft process last year, the Chiefs uh, had fallen in love with Henry Ruggs, the receiver Mm -hmm. from Alabama. Now, the Chiefs obviously are the last pick in the first round, and they knew that Henry Ruggs wasn't going to fall to 32. But every year there are some strange things that happen in the draft. And uh, I, I don't. And no one really knew last year. Um, you know, there was Jerry Judy, there was C.D. Lamb, there was Henry Ruggs. And all three of those guys, I wouldn't have been surprised whoever got picked first. You know, mm-hmm. there was a lot of love for all three of those guys. But <clears throat> there was something about Henry Ruggs that totally fascinated uh, some teams, obviously Mike Mayock and John Gruden. But... Uh, Henry Ruggs just totally the Chiefs were smitten with Ruggs. If he had gotten, you know, he ended up getting drafted 12, but if he had gotten down to like 20 or 21, the Chiefs were going to try aggressively to trade up and pick him. And so I only mention that because, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire got 138 yards last night, would not have been their first pick you know, if if they could have if they could have chosen one other guy, if they had one pick down in the second half of the first round, it would have been Henry Ruggs. But having said all that, I spent two days in Kansas City, the nineteenth and twentieth of August, and I watched practice both days. And on both days, uh, they were fully padded practices, and uh, at the end of each practice, I remember walking out with a couple of the local guys, uh, local beat guys. There weren't very many reporters there, but I walked mm-hmm. out with, you know, with masks on, and I walked away with a couple of beat guys, and and we just couldn't believe how prominent a role the Clyde Edwards Hilaire had played in mm-hmm. both practices. And in fact, the first practice, he. Uh, the first they, they, they went 11 on 11 with sort of thud tackling okay they weren't tackling right. but they were wrapping up and, yeah it was uh, catch and release yeah. got the ball the first four snaps in that wow. practice and he was very prominent throughout the entire practice and I walked away and I just thought okay there's no preseason games this is how Andy Reid Eric Bieniemy uh, are judging what they're going to do with this team. And so Clyde Edwards-Hilaire getting 25 carries last night in his first NFL game, quite honestly, it reminds me very much of Kareem Hunt in 2017. When Kareem Hunt came out of nowhere vis-a-vis the University of Toledo, and uh, he won the rushing title as a, as a rookie. And when I left there, I wrote uh, in my column the following week, I said, you know, my only fantasy advice to anybody is do not let Clyde Edwards-Hilaire get away from you in the first round. And so who knows? I don't know. You can't predict the future, but he's going to be a very prominent guy in a great offense. 
And a prominent guy in the in the first of two Monday night games will be the Steelers Giants game, and that's Ben Roethlisberger's return. Yeah, uh, you're talking about a team that was eight and eight essentially without him last year. Uh, how interested are, are you to see whether he's got some semblance of who Ben Roethlisberger is right now? Great question. I, you know, you look at the the career of Ben Roethlisberger right now, and you know, he's 38 years old, and you basically wonder, okay, um, here he is right now, and you kind of wonder, is he going to come back to his, you know, normal level of greatness that you're all used to seeing? I mean, since Ben Roethlisberger turned 33, um, you know, which is five years ago, you know, he's missed a lot of football. Um, he, he's missed, uh, I'm trying to remember, I think he's missed 22 starts in those five years, and so since 2015. And so I can't tell you right now what you're going to see in Roethlisberger um, because, quite honestly, I think it, I'm not saying it'll be an upset, but if Vegas set the odds on Ben Roethlisberger playing 15 games, I think it would be maybe 30, 70, you know, something like that. You know, he just has not been able to be the durable guy he was earlier in his career. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I think off the top, I love Chase Claypool. um, And I love another receiver that people don't know a lot about now, Deontay Johnson, the rookie from last year who Roethlisberger didn't really have much of a chance to work with, but now he does and he raves about him. So, you know, we'll see. Remember, two years ago, Roethlisberger led the NFL in passing yards, in completions, and attempts. So, and that was with what a lot of people felt at the time was a fraying elbow, you know, an elbow that was on the other side, and now it's been repaired, and uh, we'll see how he does. But I think, at least right off the top, I think the the signs are good for the Steelers to get off to a good start. Well, for me, always a must-read is Football Morning in America. Uh, Check it out every Monday when when it comes out. Two gems this week were the Lombardi section, as far as I was concerned, and and the and the part on Al Michaels, which obviously in my profession I'd be really interested in. They were they're really yeah, he, great. We had a really good conversation. I, I put it on my podcast this week, and just you know, a lot of times Al is one of those guys who you just tee him up and he just talks because <laughs> he's got so many good stories about everything. But I appreciate that, Steve. Thank you. Always appreciate you, Peter. Thanks so much. Appreciate the time, especially at such a busy time. Hey, anytime. Give give me a call anytime, and good good luck, Steve. Appreciate it, Peter King, NBC Sports. This is, by the way, what we're going to call today the All Enfield Hour, because Peter grew up in Enfield. I grew up in Enfield. Obviously, the King grew up in Enfield. Since that time, Matt grew up, and I mean, you're the outlier today. Truly, but it's cool. Speaking I just love listening to the stories. That's fine. 
I mean, speaking of uh, like the forever outlier, how is the jacket and tie? Now, okay, we'll come back. So he's not doing a Facebook thing or anything like that, right? Before the game, or do we? He know might that? be. I don't know. I know he's he's getting ready to take off now. Well, during the break, ask him. Okay. Uh, we'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our great friends at Brewers Outlet. When other dealers can't get what you want, Sunbury Motors Hyundai is going strong. While others are leaving you in the cold, the deals at Sunbury Motors Hyundai are heating up with With a sizzling start start to September. September. Sunbury Motors Hyundai is committed to selling 20 new Hyundais by September 14th. Just listen to these deals. 2020 Hyundai Elantras starting at only $17,500. 2020 Konas as low as $21,642. 2020 Tucson's from just $22,500. The deals are hotter than the inside of your mask. And SMC has the vehicles you want in stock now. Remember, all new Hyundais come with America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 mile powertrain, and 5 years, 60,000 mile base warranty. See why we say, if you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai. They're doing whatever it takes to sell 20 new Hyundais by the 14th during the sizzling start to September. Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury All right, a couple quick notes. Uh, First, a significant opt-out for Ohio State is guard Wyatt Davis, All-American. Terrific offensive lineman has decided to opt out. Uh, I was surprised he was coming back for this year. I really thought he'd enter the draft last year, but he did not. He decided to come back. Well, today he's decided to opt out. Uh, Justin Fields is still there. He is He's so far elected not to opt out for Ohio State. And again, as uh, Wyatt Davis explained, he said, look, all the uncertainty. And that's that's the problem, is the uncertainty. Uh, also, uh, and I thought that was obviously a big one. The other one, too, is the it's the overnight ratings. Now, these are the overnights, and obviously the full rating package is not out yet. But last night's game on the overnight ratings... Compared to last year's opener with the Bears and the Packers, last night's game was down 16%. That's remarkable. I realize Green Bay, Chicago, but you still had really the marquee player in the game in terms of an attraction in Patrick Mahomes. And the overnights were down 16%. And when you think back in that Gallup poll about how the sports industry is being viewed right now, the the positive rating of sports is equal to that of government, both at 30%. That has to worry some people in the sports industry. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show is brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar 
Led by the barrels of the Dells, indeed, second to none. And now, six great flavors of slushies. It is really the first full weekend of football. So stock up and enjoy at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Then we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory, all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. The all-infield hour continues. Did we find out, by the way, uh, what format the soup pregame is on? Is it just radio, or is he going to do something on the Internet? I think Matt left. He quit. Hello? Hello, Matt. All right. Well, let's bring in the king. I feel like right now we're in a holding pattern. He's going to reset. There he is. There we go. We got him ready now. There you go. Matt, did we find out by the What format did we? is he going to be on pregame tonight? Did you find out, Matt? Actually, it's just going to be strictly via the radio. No Facebook Live oh. or anything else. I've been old told. Old-fashioned. Yeah. Speaking of old-fashioned, we're finally getting back to picks. Kevo, how are you? God, I'm good. How about you? I'm all right. Just I hear you're having an all-enfield hour. Yes, yes. We've gone from Peter King to you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so there you go. He should be um, honored to be on the same hour as me. <laughs> I'll pass that along to him. I'll text that to him. No, I don't even know him. I never knew him at Enfield. You knew him. I didn't know him. Yeah. He was Uh, too old for me, so he was a couple grades ahead of me. Yeah. But uh, so now we get to go to the old-fashioned way. We get picks. Unbelievable. Hard to watch the games. As soon as they didn't take the field, National Anthem, I checked out. Well, Evidently, a lot of people did. The ratings were down 16%. That's got to be the, alarming. Uh, well, already the sports industry, the Gallup poll that was released, where sports has taken a 30% dip in favorability, That's that was alarming as, as an industry. And then the NFL, which, let's face it, the draft had phenomenal ratings. And everyone said, wait till they start playing the games, and they f- play the first game, which includes the most marketable player in the game, in all likelihood, in Patrick Mahomes. And they're 16% down from the Bears with Mitch Trubisky and the Packers from a year ago. Yeah, it's uh, it's very insulting to me. And I, I Drew Brees... What they did to him really infuriated a lot of people. Um, I uh, this may be a bad thing to say on the radio. I don't know, but to me, all lives matter. 
and when you're told if you say that that's a racist comment that infuriates me because I believe black lives matter but all lives matter that's not a racist statement and saying that your grandfathers died for this country or fought for this country and that's why you stand for the flag that was considered racist these people got to stop uh, it, they've gone too far and they're ruining their own products so that's all I'm going to say on it because some people get really upset about it but that's how I feel and I'm not racist so oh, look, anybody I have know that a lot of me, friends so. who are African American yeah. that I adore uh, yeah. I don't look at them any different than I look at anybody else but, and they don't believe in any of this. They, they're they just like, my God, just live your life, you know. Don't get in trouble, and you won't have to worry about all the things that you worry about. So, yeah. whatever. So, anyway, busy, busy, well, busy. You guys busy? Well, I've been busy, but not busy in the way I want to be, so. Oh, I know. <laughs> You're getting screwed. Well, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a rough it's I don't been know a rough where road. the end of this is. How's Penn State's uh, um, COVID numbers? The college I read uh, where they really had a okay. bad couple of weeks. I mean, no, but their COVID numbers are no better than, than okay. But nobody's been in the hospital. Which exactly. Helps. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a big part to me. So that so Mount Nittany Medical Center, for example, is not. Fortunately, is fortunately not getting overrun because nobody's been going to the hospital, so that's good. Uh, Penn State, I know Penn State has, I don't know, I don't know how many programs, a few, that had to stop practicing. But football practice yet? They've practiced three times this week. They're practicing right now. Men's basketball still doing its workouts, and then Ben Jones from StateCollege.com reported the hockey's still working out. So Good. they won't release which programs aren't, uh, but uh, but football, men's basketball, and then what Ben Jones reported on men's ice hockey, they're all practicing. Uh, but we're all playing the waiting game as to when to the when the door opens to actually play, and then you know it's all I'm doing like everybody else. I'm waiting to see. Uh, and I'm sure the fans are frustrated. Everybody's frustrated They've, uh, because the communication on the part of the conference has not been a, as would not be considered a strong suit, and that's what's bothering a lot of people right now. All right, so what? Uh, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go I ahead. know we got a lot to do here. So. No, no, go ahead. No, like Florida, the big you know spike they had. Not many people died. It was mostly in the hospital. Connecticut's like third in the country for deaths, you know. Right. It's They're testing a lot of people. And what makes me mad is in this state, like in the country, the whole close everything down was so the hospitals wouldn't get overflowed with people. Exactly. Well, that's not the case. I mean, they can't even get sick people in the hospital right now. No one will go. So. Right. I had to go for a checkup on my hip. They had to take my temperature in the parking garage. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> this is cool. I mean, well, you go it... in, you get your appointment right away, and you leave. But it, no one's going to the hospitals because the government has scared us to death. And 
that there's no one in the hospital. Connecticut has 50 people in the hospital for COVID-19. That's it. And yet they still won't go to phase three. So they've changed their ways of handling this, and it's not right. So they got to let us live. We're full-grown Full grown people, we can take care of ourselves. So. Okay, I'm done again. <laughs> okay, he's since he's done again, we'll take a break. We'll come back with the picks in a moment. <laughs> on News Radio 1070 WKOK brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Wow, that sounds official. That's how we roll. All right, brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Let's get to the picks. Okay. First game we already we already got correct was Kansas City, Houston. We all had Kansas City. Next game, Eagles, Washington. Let's start with Steve. I will go with Philadelphia. Um Although I did laugh at Merrill uh, with Merrill Reese yesterday when he said they did a run through the other day, and he says, "Steve, I said the R word six times." <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like everybody, just like the LA Chargers. Everyone's still calling them San Diego. I know. Well, I got I I am I got the Eagles too, but I think they're going to win by the skin of their teeth. I'm very concerned about the offensive line going into this game, especially if Lane Johnson doesn't play. Something tells me Chase Young's going to have a really big game, but Eagles have enough offensively. McLaurin scares me a little bit too, but I think the Eagles win 20-17. to I got Philly because of the quarterback. Yeah, Good go. reason. All right, Monday night. I don't, you don't know what else to go by right now. Better quarterback. No. All right. All right, Monday Night Football, Steelers, Giants. Steve? Well, if we're going going by the quarterback, I'm picking Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) I got got the Steelers outright as well. My turn? Your turn. I got the Giants, baby, all the way. Wow. They call Berkeley. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. Love it. Like it. Hey, believe me, it's just, nobody's a bigger Saquon guy than I am. New coach, new everything. Here we go. All right. Then the big one at 415, we've got it's 1996. Uh, Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Let's see. Tampa Bay has a new quarterback, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pick New Orleans. I think I think uh, Breeze and those guys win I agree. New Orleans. I, I think there's too much hype around Tampa Bay right now. They're a playoff team, but they're not the best team in that division. It's still the Saints. Tom Brady's never had this many tools. I got Tampa Bay. Which is true. because t- Chris Godwin would have been the best receiver on the Patriots the last five years. <laughs> yeah. However, no Mike Evans probably. He's listed as doubtful. Oh, that did just oh, go. Well, can I change my pick? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're officially inked. Uh, I'm curious to see what Brady does. I'm on the bandwagon of it, uh, the rumor. The thing was always, are the Patriots great because of great coaching or a great quarterback? And I always felt because they had a great quarterback. 
There you go. All right. And now, Sunday Night Football. Opening up the new SoFi Stadium, the Rams and the Cowboys. King, let's start with you this time. Jerry Ball, I got the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, Steve. Oh, I think I, I know where you're picking the, here. No, I got the Cowboys, too. Oh, well, you're actually going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. I think when they're not playing the Giants, usually I I pick I, I'll pick the cow. I just I, I look at that. Last year, last year you were in it to win it. <laughs> you are darn right. It. Sean yes, I still did. hasn't gotten over it. <laughs> hey, it's. It, I mean, he quit over it. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got Dallas too, unfortunately. I mean, look. I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I'm not a big golf guy. Yeah, me neither. No. Just not. They, they got nothing it's right now offensively. Edge, they have a bunch of overpaid you know. guys on defense. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't get it. He's one of those quarterbacks that once the people got enough film on him, they figured him out, and exactly. he hasn't been able to adjust. Exactly, and that's what sports is all able about. To adjust, you know, and yep. he hasn't. So, okay, now time to switch gears to little college football. Okay. First game, Georgia Tech, Florida State. King. Florida State's loaded this year. I have no idea. I took Florida State. I don't know. I That's the what the, there you go. So what, the Mike Norvell? I was listening to SiriusXM this morning, and the producer said, I think it's Georgia Tech. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'll say Florida State with the emotion of a debut. I've got Florida State as well. We're three for three. All right, our next one. Duke and Notre Dame. Steve. Well, everybody's going to pick Notre Dame. Got to be contrary here at some point, but I can't on this pick. Although uh, Chase Bryce, they'll do a good job for Duke at quarterback. But Notre Dame's got too much. Plus, I mean, the emotion of the crowd in Notre Dame. Oh, that's right. There isn't any. <laughs> Touchdown Jesus will still be there, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. In basketball, we refer to him as three-point Jesus. Ah, there you go. All right. I got my Irish as well. Notre Dame. Rudy. Rudy. Rudy was offside. Oh, come on. He was offside. Look at the tape. Look at the tape. He's offside. Watch the tape. Matt can't recover. He made the play. He did, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, J.J. Watt tried to do the same thing last night, and they flagged him. I bet I watched that movie 20 times. Easy. So So what other games do we have? Do we have any other games? So this this is it, except now. I know I'm throwing a curveball at you guys because I know you didn't do this last year. So now we're going to make our Super Bowl predictions. I know we're a game late. Oh. Oh, We're going to make... Our Super Bowl predictions for wow. the NFL season. Wow. Who's in the Super Bowl or who's in and who's gonna who's win? Gonna win it? I can I go first? You go first, go ahead. 
I am always on the side of you got to beat the champion. And so I believe Kansas City Chiefs will win again. All right, who do they beat in the Super Bowl? He didn't say I had to do that. <laughs> who will they beat? Let's see. Wow. I take it back. I'm changing it. I think it's going to be Kansas City and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, and Tampa Bay wins the Super Bowl. Okay. So he's got Tampa Bay I've over KC. I, I got a firm hold on that. I'm writing that down. Tampa Bay wins Super Bowl over Kansas City. All right. Steve? Uh, Kansas City, Seattle, Kansas City wins. Seattle. I like it. I like Seattle this year, too. Well, I said this earlier in the show, Steve, as you were coming on. I think Kansas City is more dangerous than last year. And they have the foundation to be a champion for a few more seasons. With the way they've done, led by our man from Mount Carmel, Brett Veach. I got Kansas City over New Orleans. Well, I thought Peter made a great point about Brett Veach always seeking out speed. Because you can see it on both sides of the ball. You know, and you see it with the wideouts. I mean, that's what Tyree Kill can just flat out fly. That crossing pattern for a touchdown last night was just all pure speed. And they've got a quarterback that makes it pay off. The ball just gets there on time. And then defensively, they can all run. I mean, Chris Jones can run. I mean, you look at the guys in the secondary, and you got a, an instinctive uh, X factor in uh, Tyron Matthew. And he had a big game last night, too. Oh, but I mean, again, he is he is a guy that you have to, on every snap, you have the quarterback looking around saying, okay, where's 32? And I think that makes a big difference when they're always looking out for somebody over there in particular. Where are they lined up? And I think it, it, it plays a little bit with the opposing team's quarterback because of how he plays, and he's always around the ball. Yeah, and I picked exactly Shikal- right. I pick I Shikalemi to win tonight. <laughs> Actually, I like Shikalemi too. What do you think? I have no idea what in, on, on goodness green earth that Central Mountain has none. So I'll just go with them. So, Steve, you had Kansas City over Seattle? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm going to either win or get my buck kicked. <laughs> Well, okay. isn't that the way it is with everything? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was kind of close. Just to review from our basketball pick season, Steve was 27 and 10, King was 25 and 12, I was 24 and 13. Very close. Those yeah. are the final standings from last year's basketball picks. Very close. All right. And then Let's COVID sleep. 19 hit. That's it. Right? And. Yeah. And ruin the pick segment. And ruin the pick segment. Doggone COVID-19 ruins everything. We had a good time with sports, Jerry, but it's good to do some picks again. It's good to do picks. Fun to do the picks. Now, at some point, it'll start to get to the point where there's going to be a lot of not not all the same. Early in the season, I feel like there's a lot of the same because there aren't quite the same matchups. Now, Tampa Bay-New Orleans was interesting. 
But it's Ben Roth- to say because so many players opted out. So you're, you're thinking, well, they're this and they're that. I mean, the Patriots had a lot of players opt out. So, and not only that, not only that though, they they didn't go up against anybody in any preseason games. It's like watching college football where you just start. Right. So who's going to get hurt in the first couple of weeks? I mean, it, 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 right now it's crap. Radio.